0: Hello and welcome to Word in the Go. My name is Barry Ford and I work at the Hal Belfast, which is home to the Church of Ireland and Methodist Chaplaincy of Queens. This week we're going to be looking at the theme of friendship, and if you want to keep a passage open, then look up 1 John chapter 4, verses 17 to 21. So let's get into it. One of the daftest things that we can do with our friends is go to the cinema. You head out with your mates. You spend time together, you want to chat together, you want to catch up on life. What you end up doing is ending up in a darkened room for a couple of hours with zero communication between you and your mates as you all look at other people's friendships on screen. And almost all great movies are about powerful friendships, relationships, about breaking up, making up, about loss, gain, love, betrayal, sacrifice, heroism, being a villain. All of my favourite movies have friendships at the heart of them think of Buzz and Woody, Han and Chewie, Sully and Mike, Finn and Ray, Nemo and Dory, Harry, Ron Hermione, Team Cal, Team Tony, all of the Guardians, heck even Drax knows that these friends are now family. It's all about friendship and these relationships drive the heart of the story, they drive the heart of what's truly important. When John wrote this letter to a bunch of Christians in one of the early churches, he did so as one friend writing to another group of friends. He wrote... Dear friends, let us love one another. Which seems like pretty good advice because obviously friendship's important. But it goes further than this. For a group of friends who are trying to follow Jesus together, let us love one another because to love one another is to be born of God. Then he really kicks it home. If we do not love one another, we cannot know God. Verse eight, if we claim to love God, but hate a brother or sister, We are liars. Verse 20. If we do not love our brother or sister, we cannot love God. And then he finishes it off with this. We have this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother or sister. It's pretty tough stuff, and it's about more than just you and your mates. It's more than about you and the friends that you choose, the people who you like to get along with. What does it mean, for instance, to love a parent as a friend? What does it mean to see them as a brother or sister in the family of God? What does it mean to love a bunch of people in our church or in our youth group? People who may not necessarily be friendly with, but we have to love them as friends, as brothers and sisters in the family of God. What does it mean for our romantic relationships to have at their heart a friendship in Jesus Christ? A love for someone who is first and foremost a brother or sister in the family of God. All gets pretty confusing i gotta admit when all of a sudden your mum's your sister and so is your girlfriend but you know what not too confusing the new testament has helpfully four different words for the one word that we use for love we just know how to interpret that word differently depending on the nature of the relationship in scripture we have the word storge which means about love that is about affection phileo which is love that is about friendship eros which is love romantic love and agape divine love we know that we use the word love differently when it comes to our parents as opposed to our friends as opposed to our boyfriend or girlfriend or even how we use the word love when we say that we love god but in all of these relationships we are dear friends to love one another and that could be tough really really tough Who is it tough to love today? Who is it easy to love? Who in our family, who are believers in Jesus Christ, are we struggling with right now? Who in our friendship circle are we finding it tough to get along with? Who are the people in our church who, if we're really honest, we'd really rather they weren't in our church or in our youth group? It can't just be about the people it's easy to love. It really doesn't matter as far as the command goes who they are. We don't have the luxury of opting out of excluding anyone in the family of God. We are to love. Each day I'll be dipping in and out of 1 John but each day I'm also going to close with a simple prayer. It's a prayer that Paul wrote to a church in Philippi. He says this, Let me pray this over you, this is my prayer, that your love may abound, that it may grow more and more in knowledge and depth of insight. Why we pray this, so that you may be able to discern what is best, so that you may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus, to the glory and praise of God. Amen.
1: I had a dream that I was speaking with a